Welcome, everyone, to the Adventurers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. Yo. We got a great show for everyone this week. We are talking about Across the Spider-Verse, the fucking long-awaited movie. Super exciting. Uh, we also have the news of the week. If you want to jump to that review, you can. There are time codes in the description or the show notes. So, again, if you want to jump around, you can do that. We're going to be doing non-spoilers than spoilers. So, you know, if you don't want to be spoiled, you can go to that non-spoiler section. We will make it clear when we are going into spoilers. So, you know, still be warned uh and with that let's just get right into the news uh so let's start off with some controversial <laughs> news off jump uh andy muschietti says they will not recast ezra miller for a potential sequel to the flash uh he said quote i don't think there's anyone that can play that character as well as they did i don't know what the fuck he's cooking bro i mean like i i i'm not trying to like defend anybody but i can understand where he's coming from considering like of all of like the reviews from like the celebrities and stuff and like overall the the public uh, who, who have gotten to seen it I, I i really do feel like he's just really attached to ezra as a person to the character so i can see where he's coming from on that but still like i just don't think that's like a really good thing to say as of like the controversy you know around ezra so yeah i think there's two things uh to point out here one what a fucking bold ass statement <laughs> that is really, no one really that could play the character sick. as well as they did i mean grant gustin did it better and he's on a shitty cw show um but also luckily it's not his decision i mean he can want to keep ezra miller as much as he wants but if james gunn says no we're gonna recast then they're gonna recast so yeah but if they don't recast there's gonna be fucking hell to pay <laughs> like yikes um but yeah, a, a, a filming for the Batman Part 2 has reportedly been delayed to March. So we're going to be getting the film even later. So that's good, I guess. I just need it. I need the film. Also, Sydney Sweeney is finally confirmed to be playing Julia Carpenter in Madam Web. That movie's still happening. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, so we, got, so we have two Spider-Women... I think, if I remember correctly. I don't fucking know what's going on with this shit. Uh, and then in an interview with Variety, uh, uh, Amy Pascal confirmed that a live-action Miles Morales Spider-Man movie is in the works. So it, she never made it clear whether it's you know supposed to be MCU or detached from anything or fucking in the Venomverse or some shit. So I don't know. People, there have been not rumors but but people have been speculating that it could be mcu because in i think the brazil version of no way home uh you can hear when peter's moving into his new apartment at the end of the movie you can hear like a family in sort of the background and it's like rio morales and like calling for miles and shit so it's fucking crazy number one but number two if it is in the mcu i don't it seems I don't want to say it's it's soon because they could do like a time job I guess, but I hope it's in the MCU because I'd like to see Miles Morales in the MCU and you can't I mean to have two Miles Moraleses going on, be dope. Can't wait for it. Yeah, and uh, according to uh, famous Spider-Man villain Avi Arad, an animated Spider-Woman <laughs> movie is closer than we may expect. I don't know what that means. The rumor initially was like it's a Spider-Woman movie with like the Into the Spider-Verse characters. So like Spider-Gwen and then the other Spider-Women. Um, so sooner than we may expect. I mean, obviously, I doubt it's going to be fucking before Beyond the Spider-Verse. 
So uh, maybe 2025? <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's sick. I'm down. I don't know what it'd be like. It could. I wonder if they'll, they'll just focus on Gwen entirely. Um, mm. But that's cool. And lastly, Spider-Man 4 with Tom Holland is still in the works, but has stalled development due to the, due to the writer's strike. Understandable. Understandable, indeed. But also... It's it was it was cool because like there's there's been all this speculation about like uh, Spider-Man four and Tom Holland's involvement and you know the MCU and this and that and scoopers have been saying for a while now that Tom Holland made a deal with Sony and Marvel Studios already but it's it hasn't been official in any way the trades ha- haven't even picked it up and then Tom Holland because he's doing press for his new show the Crowded Room and he was asked about Spider-Man and he was like yeah we're doing it. <laughs> It's just like he just he just like came out and just said it like yeah we're we're doing it. And he also said something along the lines of like he'll play Spider Man as long as uh, they keep Peter Parker interesting. So which is which is what he said a long time ago. Like when he was like maybe it's time to uh, you know hang up the suit or whatever. Like when No Way Home was uh, was come out, bro was definitely just trying to get his bag. <laughs> bro was definitely just negotiating. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe I'll quit. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the writer's strike delaying Spider-Man 4. I mean, yeah, it, it, it is what it is. But at least we're getting it. But that is the news of the week. <laughs> Snappy. Uh, so which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is fuck it across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, we're going to do non-spoilers and spoilers, like I said earlier. So yeah, let's do non-spoilers. This movie, this movie, something else. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember how I felt during the movie yesterday. This movie's fucking insane. Overstimulating is what <laughs> yeah. I'd say. Like it, it's hard to like gather thoughts because it's a two it's a it, it's it's two hours and twenty minutes. So it's not like short, but it's not too long either. But so much shit happens, <laughs> and they it's it's like perfectly paced. Unfortunately, our screening there was like weird audio issues um it wasn't like it didn't ruin the experience or anything but you know uh the mix was weird but yeah the beginning like the beginning of the movie i don't want to again no no spoilers but like it's not like it started off like crazy crazy action heavy really the whole movie it's very emotional and really really character driven uh, Mm -hmm. which is fucking fantastic but if you're like expecting like multiversal shit right out of the gate that's not really what it is it's not it's not what it it is it gets there though it gets there yeah (laughs) but yeah out of the gate uh it again it's the beginning so it's it's not really a spoiler but the the beginning sort of focuses on gwen a bit and it 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 utilizes uh gwen's sort of introduction to recap the first movie which i thought was really cool and clever so you can like sort of she sort of tells she sort of recaps the first movie from her perspective which I thought was interesting, and also it shows Gwen's world more. You can know, uh, and you see it in the the trailer. But uh, her world's art style, which I thought was really interesting, it was like it's almost like watercolor. Yeah, it's definitely like like a watercolory type of thing. Yeah, so that was super super cool. And then, man, it's hard to do this without <laughs> But it's speaking in gener- generalities. This movie was fucking phenomenal. Um. 
I don't I, I, like I, I as much as people want to, you know, cry about recency bias. I don't think it's recency bias because I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say I, I genuinely think this might be not only the best animated film of all time, but maybe one of the best, if not the best sequel of all time. If not, it's in contender for at least top three, because yeah. I told Torn it's uh, it's in my letterbox review. Um, but like across the Spider-Verse is to Spider-Man what Empire Strikes Back is to Star Wars. It's like it's it, it sets up so much for beyond the Spider-Verse, but it's so good in its own right and just beautifully tells such a human emotional character driven story while still obviously keeping the action up it's it's so in, insanely good it's really it's really hard not to like spoil like what goes on in the movie but it i, I don't I, I really want to get into spoilers cuz i really <laughs> I, just can't put, I can't put i can't put how this movie made me feel without spoiling it um but i will say this like anything that you lived lived loved about the first movie i think it's like amplified in this one um like what Peyton said it's more of an emotional movie um and i think it works really well with like just the cast um the score the the music is really really good too like you know the soundtrack by metro boomin and overall like just how the animation uh, feels like you know like with, with with these like performances so it, it's it's really just a blast of a movie like i i had a really great time with it and it's something that makes me look forward to the third um installment of this like a lot more considering comes out the, the date comes out march 24 2024 so yeah, for now for now yeah uh but yeah it leaves you on a massive cliffhanger and it's just like, oof. <laughs> it, 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 like, the movie ends, and you're just like, what? Wait, but, but, <laughs> what about this and this and this? But it's not, it's in no way, like, a bad thing. If you, if you, like, fucking hate cliffhangers or just, like, you're the kind of person who wants to be, they, what, you want the resolution to everything, like, immediately, you, this, I mean, it's, you're not going to be happy with it. But that's just, it is, it is what it is, man. It, 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 this is one of those movies that, I mean, it's obviously incredibly successful, incredibly popular right now. Uh, it's doing fantastic at the box office. It's had the second best opening for an animated movie of all time, which is insane because it's like it's doing significantly better than the first, which isn't a surprise, but it's like it's outperforming right now, which is fucking fantastic. Hopefully it has legs, but mm-hmm. it's 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 <laughs> it's it's so hard to talk about. <laughs> It's it's just insane. And to talk about the performances a bit, everyone was on another level in this. Um, Shamik Moore as Miles, of course, he was, you know, he was doing his thing in the first one, but he he really elevates his performance in this movie. And like he's still doing his his is the his thing that he was doing in the first movie. But as you'll see, he he really he really, really brings it. And this movie is is emotional, but it's not emotional like a, it's fucking like emotionally devastating, like fucking every everything everywhere all at once was. It's not like that, but it's emotional for the characters. It's just 
and it's still it's still it 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 has action it has heart it has comedy it has drama then the comedy's still on point the writing is fucking flawless (laughs) it's so it's so ridiculously good but yeah i think like i said i think this is already the best animated film of all time i think it's the best spider-man film i think it's one of the best sequels of all time and it's crazy too because when the movie ended i was like was that better than the first one it was at least on par but the more i thought about it the more i was like nah this is this was crazy especially like sorry go on i was gonna say i think it's on par and i think like for me like because i think it's on par it's on par because not only does it not only does it do something different compared to the first one but i feel like because it's a part one um I don't think that this is something that I could ever be like, oh man, you know, this is just like better in, in some way. I, I really just do feel like, like you know, you know, they're all they're all part with each other. Like they, they do different things. Each one does things like you know d- differently, and I can never think that one's going to top the other. And I'm probably going to say the same thing for the third one uh, until it comes out. But like, yeah, I just don't think one's better than the other at all. I do think this is better than Into the Spider-Verse. I think it takes, I literally, I think it takes everything that Into the Spider-Verse does and just elevates it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I don't think, I don't think there's any aspect of this movie that is worse than the first one. So yeah. it's not even a thing like, oh, well, this Into the Spider-Verse did it better in this aspect, but Across the Spider-Verse did it better in this aspect, so it balances out. I think Across the Spider-Verse just did everything better. Um, but I, I wanted to talk about the animation because like three years ago now which is fucking crazy uh you know when they were making the movie like i I forgot if it was phil lord or chris miller but one of them said like they're like the animation is going to be fucking groundbreaking in this in this one and i was like it's coming out 2023 i mean the movie came out what five years ago now yeah that's fucking disgusting i don't like that um I was like, I was like, okay, the first movie was obviously groundbreaking in its animation. I mean, it literally changed animation within Hollywood, period. Everyone was trying to get on that Spider-Verse train, whether it was copying their style completely or just experimenting with animation styles at all, because until Into the Spider-Verse, everything was just trying to fucking copy Disney and everything looked boring as fuck. Um so thank God for Spider-Verse being as good as it was and the animation being as good as it was. Anyway, uh, they were like, the, the animation is, is groundbreaking in this. I was like, I'm sure it's going to be good considering Into the Spider-Verse. But like, how can they top themselves? And when, mm. I, was, when I was watching the movie and when the movie ended, I was like, was the animation, is, was, was, was it groundbreaking? And I think I hyped up the animation of Into the Spider-Verse in my head, because I haven't rewatched it in, in a hot minute, if I'm honest. And then I, I went back and rewatched some of it, and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse makes Into the Spider-Verse look fucking simple. <laughs> like, they were doing some crazy shit. I, I, I just, like, took it for granted. <laughs> Which I, I feel bad for, but yeah i can't get too into specifics on some of the animation stuff because some of it is spoilery um but they blend animation styles and contrast them with the regular spider that's done so fucking well so so well but yeah i this movie i'd i'd say 
it, it's a fucking masterpiece, man. I say it's one of the, my favorite movies of all time, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I'd have to. It's a fucking 10 out of 10. Crazy how we got back to back bangers with Guardians 3 and now this. Right. We eating. We eating good. Yeah, definitely eating. But yeah, 10 out of 10. For sure. 10 out of 10 for me as well. It's spoiler time. Thank, thank God. It's spoiler dude, time. This I, is. I felt so locked up, locked in a box, dude. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is everyone's warning, spoiler warning. We're going into spoilers. Okay, torn. Why don't you go on? Okay, so, uh man, what could I say? Like you said, how the movie opens, you know, opens up with Gwen, and how, you know how you get her perspective on you know what happened on her Earth and what happened to her, Peter. You know, Peter being fucking dork dying and shit because he, he wanted to become a lizard he wasn't t- he was tired of getting bullied and like it's sh- it really it was, like, it was it was really good on that part you know that's another that's another emotional thing and then you know it goes into where she she meets like miguel after like you know like fight fighting a vulture from the renaissance era and like you know some other earth man fucking miguel Miguel's fucking Miguel's just so fucking cool, dude. I mean, like, of he course, you know, so, he, he was so cold. He was pissing me off, but yeah, like, he was, he was great. He, he was pissing me off, and like, in the, like the best way possible. Um, but dude, yeah, he was he was so he was so fucking good, and like, you know, I, I really just like how, just overall, like, emotionally for this movie, it's taking into account of how like how each spider-man is not only different but like like the same and how they have to go through their own like you know like problems and on their own individual earths to become like you know their very own spider-man which which i loved and you know you, you get a little backstory of miguel through that and how like you know hey like i thought i could be happy on this earth but something happened and like you know, this is this is my life now. This is, this is who I have to be. And like, yeah, because his him trying to live that life broke canon. Yeah, which is and, beautiful, by the way. The fact that yeah, it this, broke canon. Yeah, this is like this is a a thing that I'm. I really love how they explained it. Um, you know how each Spider Man is like a moment to become Spider Man is a canon event. Yeah, it's, it's a like, fixed it, point it, in time. Like, yeah, it's a fixed point in time, and. You know, when you disrupt that, like you're essentially breaking time and space throughout not only like, you know, just the multiverse, but like the Spider-Man's multiverse as well. Cause like it's kind of like it says their own multiverse. And so um yeah, of course, you know, because of canon events, there is a there is a uh, scene where Miles breaks that in uh you know, Spider-Man India's Earth on on Mumbutton. Mumbatten, 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 yeah, Mumbatten, and yeah, you know, like it's, it, yeah, like I said, you know, it's, a, it's, I love how they explained it, how like, yeah, like there is a fixed point in time where someone close to a Spider-Man has to die, whether if it's a, and I like how they they changed they changed it because, um, they changed it instead of like you know being an Uncle Ben, and right now it has to be a Captain, because like now like you know everyone's like. You know, with Miles, Gwen, and like Spider-Man India's uh, fixed point it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a captain, you know. And of course, that also goes through with uh, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, 
which we see. Oh, dude, that was so fucking dope. It, it's so fucking cool. But, you know, kind of just, kind of just let, let me continue. Just the the performances of, like, not only everybody, like, just, of course, you know, Shumi Moore, Haley Seinfeld, Oscar Isaac, but Jason Schwartzman, dude? As Spot, bro was killing it, dude. Oh. He was fucking insane, bro. Like now, I'm like beyond the Spider Verse. Like his, what is he gonna do? Because like, he was doing like for majority of this movie that he was in. Because he's not in it too too much, uh, which is crazy that the villain <laughs> is just not really in it, um, and yet it yeah. still manages to be just fucking brilliant. Uh, he was uh, he was all goofy and and whatever and then he when he makes that turn like I'm, I'm still being kind of hesitant I'm still not fully in spoiler mode <laughs> but when he when he takes that turn number one Jason Schwartzman I've got to give that man more credit as an actor god damn and, yeah. and two the design the animation the design bro holy shit and also like even the previous design the regular design he's like a little sketch you could see like the sketch yeah. lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I did so see that. cool. Yeah, and see the thing is like you know like with so I remember they they said like back in like 2020 or something like that that like Spot was going to be the main villain and you know like Spot is a Spider Man villain. Um, yeah, and that had me super excited because for because he he always seems like a character that couldn't really work in live action, but animation mm-hmm. you could do something really cool with it. But I wasn't yeah. expecting this. And and so like you know when when you're watching the trailers it's like oh yeah you know like spots like kind of goofy and it's like okay I'm I'm kind of figuring but then you know like they're also for the for the promos they're they're like making like you know Spider Man 2099 kind of like the the you know the, the main villain or something like that and I was like okay spots kind of goofy I guess he's gonna be like an antagonist for like a part of the movie and it's gonna be Spider Man 2099. But when they dialed that shit up to 11 and switched it completely, holy fuck. And it's, oh my God. It, it's, it's crazy, dude. It's fucking, it, it was so, so fucking insane. And it, it's like, it, it's for a spot, his motivation was so simple, but it's how. His motivation wasn't even, it was fucking stupid. His motivation <laughs> was so stupid, but it works. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it really does work because he's willing to go the, to the extreme to do that. And it's and like part of me was like, "Is that? Are you really gonna like destroy everything because you you got hit with a bagel?" <laughs> yeah. But then I realized, like, kind of like every Spider-Man villain's origin is dumb as fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, the spot is the scientist who got hit with a bagel into the Spider Verse. Brilliant. Fucking crazy how a butterfly effect works fucking hilarious not, not gonna not gonna eat any more bagels anytime soon yeah, that was one of my favorite moments for the first one too because he hits gets hit with a bagel and it says bagel <laughs> yeah bagel <laughs> and, and then they fucking show it again but like in black and white <laughs> yeah um but going on to like what uh, another point or another plot that i liked um was that of course the spider that bit Miles was from Earth 42 and how he wasn't supposed to be Spider-Man because of the fact that, like, you know, um, he disrupted another canning event or something like that. Yeah. And how, like, how Earth 42 doesn't have a Spider-Man because of what happened. And so 
it's taking the the best parts of Spider-Man into this film. How, like, you know, of course, you know, he has to be his own Spider-Man. And how, you know, Miles is like, you know, this is my story. This is what I'm going to do. I'm a Spider-Man now. You can't really take that away from me. And, um, of course, you know, you have, like, this this plot line where, like, of course, you know, it's, it's, a, it's like a me against the world type of thing where in Miles' perspective, you know, Gwen and Peter B. Parker are, like, against him, like, in his, in, of course, in his perspective, because, you know, they're not telling him anything, and he has to figure out all these things on his own and how he wants to save everybody and save, and do what he can as Spider-Man, but, of course, you know, that's just not what he can do because that's the role of Spider-Man. Um, uh, and, like, going back to Oscar Isaac... He's just fucking phenomenal as Spider-Man 2099. Like, Spider-Man 2099, like, his, you know, like, his villainy towards Miles. Kind of like, he, of course, you know, he he's supposed to be doing good, but, it, like, in a way, it's like, of course, you know, he's an antagonist for a reason. Yeah, he's not a villain, he's an antagonist. Yeah. And, like, uh, he, again, I gotta give credit to the fucking writing, and obviously his performance as well, but, like, he's such a serious character, and they even joke about that. Peter B. Parker's like, we're supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? But like, he's so serious and he's so like, uh, like broody. And he st- his character at times, at moments, uh, still manages to be funny, but he, he still plays it very, very straight. And mm. it, it works brilliantly. I just, yeah. Uh, I think one of my favorite comedy moments of a. Uh... It was, it, was, it, was, it was like I was like Miles going to Sector B, and then like the one Spider-Man walks in, he's like, "Do I got mustard on my face?" And he's like, "Behind you, behind you!" And he turns around, <laughs> and then, oh my god, that one Spider-Man just like fucking powers up with the suit. That shit was so funny. Oh, like fuck, man. The one, the one of the funnier bits for me was the 1960s Spider-Man. <laughs> Oh yeah, and he starts swinging. It's like all like still. Yeah, <laughs> that that was fucking hilarious. And it, play, it starts playing the theme for a second. It's fucking great, man. Uh, but like, I'll, I'll say one thing. I was relieved about um, the go, love triangle. Thing. Yeah, the love triangle thing. They really started setting up that Hobie was going to be a love interest for Gwen, and thank Christ. They made it. They made it pretty clear that nothing was going on. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm not, unless I missed something. I feel like they made it pretty clear that nothing was going on, and they were just friends. But like, I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this. This is so. This is not what I want to see. But yeah, that's not what it turned out to be. And, and Spider Punk was really fucking cool, actually. And, and again, just credit to the animation. The fucking his animation was so cool. His like, style was like really dope. He's like constantly. He looks like a cutout from like magazines yeah. and shit. He constantly looked cut out, and then like how his and how his uh color kept changing. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya with his with his British accent. I, I'm couldn't understand I, shit. I know I couldn't both really because of his accent, shit. both because of the fucking mix in our screening. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Dan Kalu was like, finally, I don't get to sound like an American for once. Yeah. <laughs> get to just use my old British voice. American or African. But, um, uh, oh, one of the, I will say, like, the biggest hurdle this movie had uh, to jump. And it's not one that I thought 
why well, I, I don't know it's it's not it's something that i expected but somehow didn't expect at the same time because we saw, obviously saw in the trailer that all these spider-man are chasing miles and it's like well what the fuck why are they chasing miles for yeah because <laughs> it's like what the fuck did he do yeah it's also i find it interesting that he's the only miles morales yeah um he's the only miles morales spider-man yeah we see insomniac spider-man there and is it i don't know we see we see insomniac spider-man we see of course you know ultimate uh, spectacular yeah you see spectacular short ass mm. um no but the, the the biggest hurdle this movie had to go through was why is that happening and yeah. then the hurdle got even bigger for me because the the whole crux of this was like you have to let your dad die mm-hmm. and part of me was like especially with with like like 2099 sure but i'm like peter b spectacular i'm like are they really just gonna like just be on his side 2099 yeah, side yeah exactly um i did see something about that it's how like you know they're not really stepping up they're not really trying their hardest to like stop 299 from just like letting this happen yeah because i feel like part of spider-man's character is he's gonna do his damnedest to do whatever he can no matter what to save whoever like okay for like for example spider-man no way home strange is like this is the only way we have to send these guys home otherwise you know the whole multiverse and blah 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 and peter was like no there has to be a way to save these guys but if it was like but it's like 2099's whole argument is like he's dr strange and he's like no this needs to happen Mm-hmm. And, and part of me was just like the fact that all these spider people spectacular unlimited ben riley whoever is just like nah sort yeah. of sort of like i don't know it didn't it didn't necessarily rub me the wrong way but i was like iffy on it i was like i don't know about this and i still don't know about it but it's also like i don't know i don't know because it's like I, I i'm not like mad about it i'm just like where is this going yeah how do you how do you feel about it <laughs> I feel about all the Spider-Man just like being like just there, like being like, like kind of like a bystander effect. Yeah, like um, I could I could see how it's like maybe it's it's fine for them because they've already been through it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it, it's 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 definitely like, like a tricky situation because like yeah, like you know they're they're explaining how you know every every Spider-Man has to do something, but it's also like I mean they have to like let somebody die. Um, for for them to become like their own Spider Man, but I feel, I just feel like I'm I mean I just I'm just gonna agree with Miles on this because of the fact that like it in his perspective and like in all of the writing is that like yeah they've lost somebody but it's like Miles can do so much more because he still has that family he still they're, they're still there they're not dead and like he's gonna do whatever whatever he can um, with. The Spider-Man just like yeah, being bystanders. I feel like, and yeah, I wish they would, they would have done a little bit more instead of just being like, "Hey, stop! You're hurting Miles. Like, get off of him." Like, I mean, I think it's fine. I Means whatever to me. But I do wish I like there was a little bit more force from the other Spider-Man. But it's like, but it's kind of well. Like the only team. the only ones that were doing that were Gwen and Peter yeah, B. Yeah, Gwen and Peter. Yeah, and I feel like they they weren't really retaliating as much because they were at that point still on Miguel's side. They were just yeah. like they were just like we. This needs to happen, but not like this. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it, like I think it's because every it's like I feel like they just have they feel like they have to, you know, of course, you know, be like on his side on Miguel's side is because like if they don't like it's just gonna be flipped around on them they're gonna get sent home you know yeah so it's just like can't beat them join them type of thing so the whole the whole backstory or not backstory but like well yeah kind of backstory but like when Miguel like you were saying how he was like he doesn't belong because the spider was from earth 52 or whatever dimension 52 or 42 42. um And it's I felt I felt so stupid because I was like fucking obviously <laughs> I was like why didn't I yeah he's not supposed to be spider it's a different fucking spider the spider glitched in the beginning why didn't I think of that I feel I was, I was like yeah duh <laughs> and then it's like and then it's like yeah like you know Earth forty two doesn't have a Spider Man anymore and I think it was like it was like really fucking cool when like of course when he s- snuck in back to the headquarters um, after getting fucking choke slammed and like held down by Miguel and tricking Miguel and, and going back into that where they scanned like his DNA and it said Earth 42 and it's all fucked up in shambles. It was yeah. so fucking cool. But like, like to go back to like the sort of like I guess like philosophical sort of question of like like whether the, whether or not these spider people are doing the right thing and shit. It's like it was really crazy when like it was revealed that like Gwen tried to stop Peter from saving the captain on mm-hmm. in Spider-Man India's world. Yeah. Like that's wild. Yeah. They, that, that's, they, they, that spider people just be like, no, don't save that person. Mm-hmm. It, it's, 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 it's really, yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing. And like it, it, I love how like it challenges like the lore of Spider-Man. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, like, like kind of, you know, like the whole thing is Spider Man is, like, yeah, like he has, he's going to have to save somebody or say he wants to save people. Because, like, you know, that, that's what he has to do because he's that hero. But knowing that, hey, like, I mean, uh, well, let this person die so they can become a Spider Man. It's like, uh, what the fuck? That's, that's fucking crazy. And it's like, you know. Well, it's it, not even letting them be Spider Man because the captain shit, that's not them becoming Spider Man. That's just like. A th- happens to be a fixed point in time that needs to happen in order for the universe not to fucking collapse because mm-hmm. like the per- the person close to them dies it makes them become spider-man whether it's uncle ben or peter or aunt may but like the whole captain thing that just happens to be part of their journey okay so like because it's like the captain was in spider-man india's world spider-man india was already there yeah but he was supposed to die, but Miles was an anomaly because he he followed Gwen, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Nah, don't save." That's that's just yeah, this crazy. And I just, also love how uh, I was say I love how uh, Miguel calls yeah Miles the OG anomaly. Yeah, bro's the OG anomaly. That's fucking crazy. And to, but to speak to Gwen a bit, like. Because obviously, once after after the beginning being, you know, Gwen's perspective, although it does switch uh, towards the end more, um, when it goes back to Miles and we start to follow Gwen more, uh, it, it through Miles' perspective, I like I could I could, I felt like everything Miles was feeling like like seeing Gwen for the first or for uh, again like the reading it's like yay, 
this is great. And then she put the little like tracker thing down and I was like, hold up. <laughs> what's going, what's, going, what's yeah. going on here? And then Miles and then Miles, you know, going invisible and, and semi figuring out what was going on and being like, what the fuck? Like, what is Gwen doing? And then like just feeling like just like ultimate betrayal from Gwen. It's like I know what she's doing. She thinks what she's doing is right. But like the fa- the fact that I, 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 I don't know, like <laughs> I feel like Miles is like thoughts just like racing as mine were of like, how could she do this? How could they do this? Like, what what even is this? <laughs> like, it was uh, uh, it was just so brilliantly done. <laughs> yeah, Gwen was being kind of being a bitch in this movie, low Whoa. key. Sorry, I don't know, bro. She's being a little rude to Miles, bro. Crazy. She can't, was can't being be a little rude to Miles, but it's like she felt like she couldn't. No, nah, but that. I mean, she wasn't even supposed to see him anyway. So like, no, nah, nah, fuck that, dude. I would have done something about it. <laughs> Wish we had got more Miguel's fangs, vampire action, crazy. Why is he built like that? What? He's like he Miguel. Has, yeah, bro. I don't know, dude. Bro's got like a like, weird neck. Bro made him. They made him like skinny, buff, and like lean all at once or some shit. It's like super fucking tall too. It's always funny in animation where like, cause like his head, his head shape. As like when he takes off the mask is not even remotely close to what he <laughs> what it looks like with the mask on. Yeah, it's uh, so that's fucking funny. But like, like like all these spider people, like it brings up like so many questions. And at the end of the day, it's not that deep. But, <laughs> but like, Insomniac Spider Man's there. Does this take place before he even meets Miles? Why is it Insomniac Miles there at all? Is he just not telling Miles? And also, like, there's there there were there's been rumors semi-recently that the Spider-Verse or some multiverse something is going to be involved in Spider-Man 2. So, like, what if... I, I, is is that connected to this at all? But then that brings up the question of, like, why isn't there any other Miles Morales variants? I don't know. This is a lot of shit. Much of, much of clusterfuck shit, but also it's like, that's where we get, like, you know, beyond I'm Beyond the Spider-Verse, just going to answer up all those questions. Or it doesn't. Maybe which is fine, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but but like it, it also when they when Miguel was um, um, showing Miles like what the fuck all this all this is it short it's shorter it shorter it sort of starts off like the Loki sacred timeline thing, mm-hmm. yeah, and then it and then it transfers into like the web, sort yeah, of, the, the like, but I'm like. Nothing about this other than like of uh, other than Miguel like saying like and uh, don't get me started on the on Doctor Strange and that nerdkin back on Earth nineteen ninety nine nine nine. There's not really any MCU references. Yeah, there's really not. But like, but I think it, but I think it's because like there was that because you know the the No Way Home thing, of course. Um, well, that's what I mean because I feel like there's there's a level of not disconnect, but like because because it's Marvel Studios, I feel like they have to, like, tiptoe around what they can and cannot say and can and mm-hmm. cannot show. So it's not like they explicitly say, hey, this is the sacred timeline. But I feel like they put it in there as, like, it could be connected. <laughs> like, you remember this? This looks familiar, doesn't it? Just in case. Because it's like, they they were like, there's, like, 
technical connections to the MCU and in like other things and it's like it's like connected but like like Amy Pascal always said like like oh the Venom movies are like MCU adjacent like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> it's sort of, sort of like that and so like it shows like the sacred timeline and so it's like but is it and then it shows the web thing and that's when he explains like the whole canon thing which I can't which I, I hate myself for not clocking immediately like oh canon like canon yeah, events like, yeah yeah I I, I'm, uh, I caught that on um, Gwen's Gwen's watch, the road to watch thing, the the little the little web timeline thing. You know what that reminds me of? What? Reminds me of the the Madam Web uh, thing in the '90s Spider-Man show. Yeah, yeah, when the, she's showing like Peter of like all the all the possibilities and shit. Yeah, what the fuck is that called? What they call that? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it had a name. Web Spider verse <laughs> the web of know. time web of shadows i don't know <laughs> web of oh the web of life yes web of life of destiny that's what it's called man can't wait to see that in the madam web movie i know releasing in 2028 but fuck man that whole chase sequence was fucking wild and oh there, yeah there was so much shit like i can't even begin to like there's there's probably a bunch of shit that i we i don't even remember but like there was the canon stuff it was talking about how like like showing all the uncle ben shit and you could see andrew and toby um with their respective uncle ben's i think there was spectacular morning uncle ben i was, think yeah there's spectacular as well and there's some stuff from the comics yeah and then but of yeah, course was- like like you said we see andrew with captain stacy which is super cool to see, but we got to talk about it, bro. We got to talk about. It. Oh, it's talking about all oh, the, the big cameo. <laughs> the <dude>. big cameo. <laughs> oh, dude! Completely. How did that not leak? Or maybe it didn't. I just didn't see it. But like, dude, Donald Glover, Donald Glover as fucking Prowler, bro. Crazy. Was with, not expecting that at with all. That suit too, bro. I wish I could see it more. Should have saw it in IMAX. Fuck. I know, right? But yeah, fuck oh, fucking, I'm buying tickets again. The, the question is, I'll see it on Sunday, so but I don't, I, I don't think they did. But confirm the Earth because they were showing it like, oh, this is, uh, I don't know, like this villain from this Earth, and it shows like in the little like comic bubble thing. It's like Earth, whatever, whatever. But when we see Prowler. I feel like it didn't show up. Know, which dude. is bullshit <laughs> if i see it again and it serves earth 199999 i'm gonna lose my shit i don't think yeah. it <laughs> i don't think it says that though uh but yes it's okay. It's, it's, it's okay i'll let you know if i see it on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> but like again it right it brings up so many questions is this is it is it just really it, it's just the pessimist in me just says it's a cool cameo Donald Glover played Aaron Davis before. Okay, we'll make him the Prowler in this. But, like, the optimist in me is like, okay, in the MCU, obviously he was in Homecoming. He said he has a nephew who lives here. He said, he literally said the name Miles in a deleted scene. Homecoming took place in 2016. Before the snap, he survived. He survives the snap. He has to go to a life of crime because you know things turn to shit. So now he's the prowler, and now everyone's back. Let's say, let's say even like Miles got snapped, right? So then it's yeah. like, okay, now now he has an even bigger motivation to you know 
Or he didn't get snapped, but his parents got snapped. So now he has to take care of Miles, but he's fucking broke. So now he has to turn to a life of crime to, you know, raise the damn kid. But then, you know, all the snap, the snap brings everyone back again. Miles' parents are back, which also, you know, no way home. They move, but like he's still in the life of crime. Now he's locked in because now he's like in some shit, you know. So it's like it 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 could work. It could work. All the groundwork is there. They just gotta jump on that shit. But but then I'm thinking, okay, Donald Glover is in this as the prowler. We know that Donald Glover is also doing some fucking bullshit Spider-Man villain solo movie, disco, whoever the fuck. <laughs> if you remember that. Uh and it's like, okay, either he's legitimately doing that which is fine i guess because i think it's a musical villain if we get more childish gambino through that i ain't gonna complain but what if that what if they're actually just like making a prowler movie or that 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 is their live action miles morales movie and they're using like code names but i also feel like that that can't be it because i really feel like because the trades picked that up like like uh like the hollywood reporter and variety so i feel like I feel like they know and they would have said it if they knew it was a if they knew it was a Prowler movie. And I don't think Sony's that smart to just <laughs> conceal real. that. I just went on a huge tangent. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. It's all good. You're, I, mean, I just, I just want to see Donald Glover as the Prowler. <laughs> I know, dude. It's, it's crazy. But man, do you believe, like, oh, dude, I can't believe they actually got him in that suit. I saw it for a glimpse of it. I saw like the, the skull, and I was like, "Oh, crazy, man!" Fucking dude. wild. I know we looked at, I saw, we looked at each other. We're like, "Holy shit!" I know, dude. We're like, "Oh shit!" I so I just can't believe they managed to do that shit. <laughs> and also, uh, just like they now, now again, because again, we saw glimpses. We saw glimpses of Andrew and Toby in the little thingies, mm-hmm. and we saw the little holographic. Um, thing but now it again it sets the groundwork for live action people to interact with animated people speaking of which the spot goes into the venom verse and speaks to mrs whatever her name is yeah. um mrs mrs cheng i think so something think like that something like that yeah but yeah, of course like you know you could tell they just reuse scenes from venom yeah so yeah that's, which that um, part i got spoiled by Oh, you did? Yeah, I forgot. It was it was either in a clip or a TV spot or something. I was like, God damn it. But yeah, they, they were like, they were pushing this movie fucking hard as shit. As they should. For real. It made like, I think it was projected to make like 16 million in Thursday previews and it made like 17.5. I remember I did see somebody in the comments of like Twitter. It was like, I feel like I've seen the entire movie because of like the promos. Don't watch the oh, clips. Boy. I'm like, boy, you haven't seen shit yet, dude. That and you just don't watch them. That's what I did. Like I kept seeing them on like Twitter yeah, and stuff. I, I was like, yeah, just scroll I, I, past. I kept seeing, I kept seeing like a bunch of shit on it. I think I saw like the the part where Miguel was like talking to Spider Man, who's like, "Oh, I got mustard in my face." I saw that clip on TikTok. Really? Like, yeah. Like I think like the like official like page they like, posted that or something. I saw that clip, and then I saw something else too. I think, but I think that was just like the only clip I saw. Yeah, I, I didn't movie. see any clips. I mean, like that that one clip as outside the entire, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like nothing in comparison, but like. And also, uh, one thing about the one thing that was a trailer shot that wasn't in the, the movie. You know how like 
Spider-Man 2099 was chasing Oh, like miles. through dimensions and shit? Yeah, the, the dimensions, yeah, that wasn't in the movie. And, yeah, and people are like, ooh, this is, it. that's going to be, that's actually beyond the Spider-Verse. I don't think so. Because then they're nah. just reusing the slam thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that, that that's just a trailer shot. Yeah. Speaking of um, the spot, bro, it's like he it's like he only scratched the surface of like multidimensional like abilities mm-hmm. in this, and like and now he's like insane. Like what? Like what are we in store for <laughs> in Beyond the Spider Verse? Like I'm, I can like I. I I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. And it's dude, like they, they're fucking cooking, dude. Yeah, and you know the little we do see. Obviously, we see him in the Venomverse, and then we see him in the Lego <laughs> fucking verse, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. And Miguel was like, "Like, thanks, Peter. You're one of our best." <laughs> That's like awesome. <laughs> that Lego Spider Man is one of the best Spider Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so good. Um. Also, it's it was really cool to see uh, J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson, just sort of sprinkled throughout the film. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, at some event, I was like, I was like, these reused lines, but then there was there were lines in there. I was like, oh no, they this is they got him in the recording booth for this. That's awesome. What else? <laughs> uh, I remember seeing the Spider the Spider Man plushie. Spider Man plushie. Uh, okay, so like, what you call it? So you remember so. Going back to that clip of, of like Miguel yelling out to that Spider Man about how he's like on the back, in the very like bottom right, there's like there's like a Spider Man plushie, like Alive? all angry. Yeah, he's like moving. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And that and then like, <laughs> um, I also saw briefly like when they were when they were chasing Miles, you see like a Spider Man Funko Pop, like chasing him. What? Yeah. God damn. It's I'm fuck, like I'm like over crazy. here trying to watch the background and I didn't see shit apparently. And then um that Spider-Man who was like, "Oh, like the, you know, they ain't know where to run." As like by fault, there is some Oh yeah, that's that uh, Metro Boomin. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. But yeah, like there's yeah, there's, it's like a little Spider-Man plush toy at the very like very bottom right screen. I thought it was I, weird how not weird in like a bad way, like this movie shit way, but like during the chase scene like one of them is serving burgers with like a spider-man 2099 yeah, bun. I and i was that. like that's a bit narcissistic isn't it <laughs> they got their own spider-man whopper dude oh my Spider-Man god whopper. <laughs> what the blue bun what the buns <laughs> what the buns yeah they showed up before they showed up before before the movie came on bro that dude that should have been the spider-verse whopper dude that should have been that true so the red bun that would have been actually pretty fucking dope. But um, I remember some people, they were like, oh, yeah, like, I'm pretty bummed out that Spider-Man Noir isn't in the movie. And I'm like, oh, well, I got some that? news for you. Yeah, because so, someone was like, yeah, Sony said they weren't bringing back Spider-Ham, Spider-Man Noir, and Penny Parker. And I'm like, oh, well, they fucking lie to you, boy. Lie to yeah, you Penny that. Parker gets a line in this. She gets a line. She gets like an additional seven seconds of screen time. Yeah, in a big Spider Mac. Yeah, no, um, a huge Spider Mac. And then at so the end, of it, course, they tease that they're all back to find Miles. So it's, yeah. it's Gwen, Peter B, uh, Noir, Spider Ham, and Penny Parker. Peter Porker. But dude, also like, hopefully, still played by John Mulaney, despite his uh, 
situation. Isn't it controversial or something? Uh, he's controversial because uh, people are people like to meddle in celebrities' personal lives. Yeah, uh, something about John. Mul- people were like, "Yeah, I, I fucking hate John Mulaney." I was like, "What? I'm like, what did he do? Like, I don't even understand." Because I think he had a baby with someone, Olivia Munn, Olivia Wilde. I don't remember, and like he broke up with her or something. I don't fucking know, but I was more th- t- talking about his drug problem, uh, which I think he's fine now. So good. I, I don't. I don't know. Just. I am with all that celebrity stuff. Like, I don't care about the personal lives. But I kind of want to go back to, uh, you know, the Earth 42 thing. Because, you know, of course, I, I mean, I, I kind of saw it, you know. I, I you know, I, I kind of understood what they were going for. It, it was it was predictable, but in the best way, you know. It was like, yeah, you know, he goes to Earth 42 because, you know, that's the spider in his DNA. And, you know, he's, you see his room is different. And I'm like, oh, Okay. See, I didn't darker. notice. I didn't notice his room was different. I thought it was just oh, lighting change because no, because like I knew his room was different because there's like uh there's like a sign. It was like I think it's called some sombrero or something. It was like on like the right side of his room, and that wasn't there because it was a bunch of boxes and shit. Oh, see, yeah, I didn't realize that. And his and his mom was like, you know, acting kind of different. You see, like in the background, like the table, the the dining room table wasn't like there. And yeah, I didn't notice that the, either. God damn. And, 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 and the layout is different of the house. Well, see, that I noticed, but that was after he went, you know, not in his bedroom. Because on 1610, look, I'm telling you, dude, I know I know this shit. Like, on 1610, you know, when you, when you walk into Miles' room and outside, there's, there's, like, the living room. There's, there isn't, like, the dining room table in that. It's because it's different from Into the Spider-Verse. So I could tell some things were different what a fucking and, like, nerd. how... Sorry, <laughs> and how like Miles talking to his mom is like, yeah, you know, like I'm talking to dad, and like, and his mom was like, I like, why are you talking about like your dad? And then uh, fucking Uncle Aaron comes in, dude. I'm like, oh shit, dude, that's crazy. Bane is mom. Yeah, because well, yeah, I, I I literally I legitimately didn't realize until his mom was like, Spider Man, the fuck you talking about? Yeah, and then I was like, oh no. <laughs> Which sucks. Like, it's like that's again. They're just playing with tropes because yet, like, yeah, that's the point of the movie where he reveal that he's Spider Man. But they're like, nah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, of course, yeah, you know, the, that doesn't have a Spider Man. So she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And then, of course, you know, his uncle, his uncle walks in. And he's like, yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna go over the plan. He's like, where's your dreads? He was like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 you know, where's your where's your fucking braids at? Where's your twist at? But dude, no, because like I think like, dude, no, it was fucking crazy when like Miles like, oh yeah, you know, like let, let's talk about this or whatever. And then he sees like the his dad's face with the, with the rest in power, and the camera like fucking turns to like Uncle Aaron's face, and then the fuck you see the power for like a split second and gets fucking knocked out. That was crazy. Oh, but dude, and then of course we get the end of the movie, which I thought again just sort of evading uh, expectations. I thought because it's mirroring the scene from the first film when Peter B. Parker is tied up and I thought he was going to be like watch the hands or whatever and try to get away. But nope. I mean, it seems like he's still going to do something similar for Beyond uh, because it you know teases he's going to use his electricity to get out. Um, but like uh, Miles Prowler? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. And we talked about it a little bit when we got out of the movie, but like, 
Shamik Moore. I was not expecting that out of him. I know. I was very like, impressed. That, yeah, because at first I didn't. I, I didn't even know that it was you know him at first. He sounded completely different, and like yeah, his range is just crazy. And like and like you could tell like how he says Miles Morales like differently because like on Earth Forty Two or yeah, at least, like, well I mean, yeah, our Miles says Miles Morales and he says Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he really gives it a little flair. <laughs> Morales. Yeah, and then I'm like, dude, that's that's fucking crazy. Shit. Oh fuck, that's crazy. And then like, oh dude, and like when it hits, I remember when uh. It said the, the, the to be continued. The whole audience, like, <laughs> the, the whole audience is like, nah. <laughs> yeah, they're like screaming, dude. <laughs> oh no, they did not. No and then, way. And then, yeah, no. that was crazy. And then the guy right next to me, he was like, "Man, fuck y'all." <laughs> dude, he was like so upset. That the ending, the ending credits, um, with the you know the animation. With all the Spire people, that was pretty fucking cool. Oh, yeah, like the, the end credits animation, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking dope. Gorgeous. It reminded me of James Bond openings. It's fucking great. See, I've never seen a James Bond movie in my life, so... You gotta get on that. Only the Daniel <laughs> Craig ones, though. Um, and then, <laughs> when there was no post credit scene, it just said Miles Morales will return and be on the Spider-Verse and shit. Um, we were like, oh, <laughs> like there's, there's no, not nothing more, not a tease, no nothing. And then I was a slightly disappointed, but like I said to you, it was like, yeah, the tone of the movie, it feels like, and here's this like, extra yeah, bit. It doesn't yeah, have like, the same I, impact. I knew, like I knew they were going to leave off on the cliffhanger, but like it was yeah. just that one. Yeah. Cause I was wondering how the cliffhanger was going to end. Cause you know, I thought like, you know, yeah, I just, I just was wondering how it was going to end and that. It was kind of crazy, but man, I had nothing else to really say about the movie other than that. That shit was fucking fire. This movie was absolutely fucking phenomenal. I can't wait to see it again. I'm going to see it a million more times. Going to get a steel book. Yeah, I was going to say, just imagine that steel book. Well, I'm I'm worried because I like I want it. I want it in 4K, but for Into, they only had a Blu-ray steel book, which I have. Mm-hmm. So I don't have it in 4K. So I'm hoping because it's a bigger film, maybe they'll do a 4K steelbook. Hopefully, I don't know. But yeah, ten out of ten film, genuine masterpiece in my opinion. Def- definitely ten out of ten. It's literally, a, it's literally Empire Strikes Back for sure in the best way. The best sequel since Empire Strikes Back. The only thing to come close is Infinity War. Yup, Infinity War. And last or thing the- I'll say, last thing I'll say is, um, if they manage to stick the landing with Beyond the Spider Verse, it's crazy because we just got like Guardians of the Galaxy and shit. Not only do I think it it will be the best superhero trilogy of all time, I think it might dethrone Back to the Future for me as best trilogy of all time. That's crazy. Yeah, because Back to the Future is like the King of the Hill for you. Yeah fucking wild man <laughs> for, for real and we're getting spider-man 2 this fall we are eating I know, good what, what, what a, i know the, the new the new 2018 for spider-man literally and we're getting the flash in a couple weeks i know man oh 
fucking wild. And Transformers is next week. Yeah. So yeah, Transformers is yeah, it's on it's on the ninth next week. And the week after the flash is Asteroid City. Yeah. My wallet is literally dying. Well, it's begging and screaming. Yeah, and then and then yeah, Barbie releases next month in July. With Oppenheimer. Yep. July twenty first. Double feature. Hell yeah. But yeah, that's across the Spider Verse. Uh do you watch anything this week? Because I sure didn't. Just across Spider-Verse. Yeah. Although I'd have been watching Superman and Lois. You gotta get on that shit. I am trying. It's like you... It's like... Parks and Rec is one thing, because you haven't seen it. And so it's like up in the air. But okay. you've seen season one. You know it's peak. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I was... So the only thing I really remember from Superman and Lois, season two... So I was on season two... Because, you know, you have the whole Bizarro thing. Yeah. And he's, like, in that radioactive suit. He got out of it. And then there's, like, Lois is, like, investigating some, like, cult. Some uh, shit. Yeah. That, 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 uh, yeah. That's it. Gotta get back on that shit, man. Gotta get back will, on that Especially since season three has been fucking great. So many people are fumbling bags, but not in a bad way. Well, except one thing. One of, one of them is fumbling a bag in a really bad way. Not like the series is bad, just the character is being real annoying. Um, <laughs> but it's so good, man. It's so good, and it deals with things in such a human way. Because, like, like the a certain I can't, I can't, I gotta, you know, walk around it. But a certain event happens um, as far as like a relationship goes, and like you think, because like in any other show, especially a CW show, it go in one direction, but it goes in a very real direction and i really appreciated that Mm -hmm. um so yeah but yeah it's peak you gotta get on that shit (laughs) screw parks and (laughs) rick okay actually that's a lie don't don't screw parks and rick that's great but you know i gotta get on that superman and lois though but yeah so is that the show that is the show well thank you everyone for listening to adventures podcast if you want to follow us we're at avengers on twitter that's a-v-e-n-g-e nerds all one word if you want to follow either one of us you can reach me at itzeneth underscore on twitter where can they reach you at Torin Guy on Instagram. Awesome. We have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. But you can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars and a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later.